Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wait, how long does Tom Brady say he wants to play? And what's a home Super Bowl like for the Bucks quarterback? We'll tell you how Gronk fakes some workouts this offseason. And who's faster, Scotty Miller or Tyreek Hill? Let's settle it at halftime. And the Lightning complete their sweep of Nashville at Emily Arena with a 5-2 win. We've got all that and more. Lots of Super Bowl talk on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times along with producer Steve Versnick. Hey, folks, go see our friends at Breitling Boutique. You know that Breitling Boutique in the International Plaza is just one of only 15. That's right, 15 in the United States. They've welcomed championship quarterbacks and Hall of Famers and championship boxers and clients. But you know what? When you come in, they're going to treat you just like you're a celebrity, too. Just tell them Rick and Steve sent you and try on one of those beautiful Breitling watches. And if you do, just for trying one on, you're going to get a free Breitling cap. That's a $60 value right there. So go see... Our friends at Breitling Boutique in International Plaza. All right, Steve, we'll get to the lightning in a minute. You, of course, were at Emily Arena for the big win there, the sweep over Nashville, and that was a good uh, couple of good two games for them. Um, it was all about the Super Bowl. All about media day uh, was on Monday. Typically, this would be what they would do. Uh, they've done it on Sunday night, Super Bowl Sunday night, Super Bowl Monday night, where uh, you would have just all kinds of pomp and circumstance that would be at Emily Arena. Um, the players would come out to music and light shows, and they'd walk out there on stage. They'd take their bows, then they'd take a podium, and there'd be 25,000 people with radios, and they could hone in on every interview at the podium. We'd be all pushing and shoving, and somebody would be wearing a wedding dress proposing to Tom Brady, who's already married, so it wouldn't matter. And then they'd get an annulled. No, there's been crazy things like that happened before. Um, and all of that was for naught because we're in the COVID socially distanced era. And so instead, it was a um, kind of interesting, like a, a panel, if you will, of Zoom calls or stations where you could pop in and out of, um, you know, different players and coaches and things that went on from like one o'clock and an hour, hour and a half with the Bucks, and then um, and then some time with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs as well. Actually, went pretty well. I had some glitches. They weren't my glitches, by the way. I like everybody to know. Although the concern out there is quite evident on Twitter when I can't ask a question. I mean, these people, um, you people, I feel like the late Steve Dooming, right? Yes. You, you people. Um, <laughs> but it, it really was, it was, uh, you know, it's not a perfect system. And then I was about three for five, which in baseball, I'd be a hall of fame player, but in zoom calls, not so good. And of course the one that wouldn't go through, wouldn't you know, is Tom Brady. And so I was like, let's go to Rick Stroud, the Tampa Bay times, Rick. Are you there, Rick? We can't hear you. We can't hear you, Rick. You're on mute, I Rick. Know. I know. no, I wasn't. They unmute. They they control the mute. That's the thing. Like I wasn't, but they couldn't hear me. And then they they could hear me in the other room. So who knows? Maybe Tom didn't want to talk. But um, it was very interesting. Uh, I did get my story nonetheless. And the story is that you know Tom Brady, of course, this is his tenth Super Bowl, which is still staggering to think that he's played in ten of these games. There's going to after after 21 seasons, which is my math is correct, almost every other year. And he's won six, as you know. 
But this one is unlike any that he's ever participated in. First of all, of course, it's a the first time ever a team has played a Super Bowl in its host stadium, home stadium, Raymond James. So there's that. And that's going to make it unusual because with the pandemic, with all that's going on, um, you know, these guys are all waking up in their own beds every day, uh, as Tom Brady did. Actually, it was maybe Derek Jeter's bed, I guess, when you think about it, over at the Jeter Estate on Davis Islands. And he informed us that uh, this is the most time he's ever had to, like, just absolutely just prepare for a game because there's no travel to a Super Bowl city. There's no day where you get a pack and you don't have to relocate your family, you know, for the game and that sort of thing. And he said that um, his wife and kids are out of the mansion right now. They're wherever they're wherever they are, and that they won't be back until Saturday, which is when his folks come in. So he has will have had about twelve days on his own. And he's a grinder, right? He likes he loves to watch film. He watches it incessantly, um, and you know, without all that other stuff that usually accompanies the Super Bowl, especially with travel to another city and then. A, you know, he's just like, you know, you usually eat in hotel food. And, of course, that doesn't go well with the TB12 diet. And, um, you know, you, you, you got a lot of logistical problems with your family and different things. Um, this is the easiest one he's done. He was driving, in fact, on Sunday, I guess. Uh, I think he called Clyde Christensen. And, and he was driving on Bayshore uh, looking at the water with his dog in the passenger seat, <laughs> which is the coolest thing ever, right? I mean, imagine that. You're just kind of like walking on Bayshore. Hey, man, that was Tom Brady and his dog. Um, and so he was just like, this is this is incredible, right? I'm at a Super Bowl, but I'm not having to do anything. And then um, and then he went in, and on Monday, these guys went to what amounted to abandoned meeting rooms at the Advent Training Center because, as you know, they can't do anything inside. They can't meet inside. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the facility is essentially shut down. So you have all these position rooms and all these meeting rooms that are not being used. So they would break up into about nine of these meeting rooms and they'd each have their own. And then that's where they would basically just stare into a camera. They can't see us. They can hear us. They can see a moderator for each station. And then they would, you know, click us in. We'd raise your hand electronically. They'd click you and you ask your question. It was just really weird. He took a picture of himself mm-hmm. facing this monitor, um, you know, with the big lighting and everything. It, it just... I can't tell you, and it must. And for a guy that's done ten of these or nine of these previously, it has to be really weird, you know, because they've never done it like this. And it's just, and that was the one thing that you know, Byron Leftwich said. He goes, "I wish that these guys could feel the full effect of the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. what that's like, including the interviews." Yeah, I mean, you know, Brady and Gronk have been through this before. Yes, um, you know, Shady and McCoy. Shaq, Shady Shaq McCoy Barrett. was there with the Kansas City last year, and right. yeah, I mean, Shaq a few of these guys Denver have been, but yeah, for most Jason of them, Paul. I mean, you'd love Levante David to experience this. Oh God, or Mike Evans. Um, yeah, you know the guys that have been around here a long time, Donovan Smith. Right, uh, right. You know, just you know, thinking of the guys that have been here the longest that you'd love. To, you know, JPP's experienced this before, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, you'd love to these guys. I mean, that's what we're saying about high school kids and college kids and. You know all this stuff. It just you know it, it's it's so different. I mean, I, you know, was that you mentioned? I was at Amelie tonight, and it's you know it's just so weird without fans. I know it's we. I mean, you know, when I have the headphones on because you got the fake crowd and the ice effects and all that, it sounds fine. But you take those headphones off, it's weird. You know, just everything about it, everything is weird this year. 
Yeah, foot, football was, you know, because obviously, I mean, Emily holds, what, 19,000 mm-hmm. or so, 20,000? Yep. I don't know what it holds, but it's it's obviously ruckus and very loud in there. And when, when it's and it's always full, it's always sold out. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a great environment. And it's indoors, too, now, so it makes it louder. And Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's the soundtrack of hockey, right? You mm-hmm. hear the puck hitting the sticks, but you yep. also hear a lot of crowd noise when, when things mm-hmm. are going on. But imagine now a 75,000-seat stadium like MetLife, mm-hmm. and there is not a soul. Yep. Not a soul. And you're right. On TV, because I've done both, I've watched games on TV and I've covered them in person, It's the soundtrack is pretty much what you're used to, you know, and, and you know how that's done. I mean, there's a sound mm-hmm. person and um, – and, and you you kind of it's you're not really focusing on it on it, but it's there and it's the same noise you always hear the same same soundtrack. When you're in the arena, when you're on the road with these guys, and you don't get that, it's spooky. It's like it's really weird. And then during commercials, even weirder. So it does take a little bit of adjustment. But you know, for the players, they they went through it with the bubble mm-hmm. a year ago. Um, and it's just unfortunate because they were going to have fans and then, you know, the COVID cases spiked and now they're going to reevaluate it, I guess, um, maybe sometime after the Super Bowl. I don't, I don't really know, but you know, um, it, it's a shame, but you know, the good news is though, that they, they, they played really well. Um, they've mm-hmm. won what two, two in a row now they've, they've yep. gotten the, the, the lid off the net a little bit. They're starting to score, which is great. Three yep. goals in the first period. And they, they more or less put Nashville away. Then they have these lapses in the third period, but yeah, that happens. Uh, but we'll was, get we'll get yeah, back yeah. to the Lightning, though. But back to the Super Bowl with the uh, it just yeah, it's so, a shame for those players not to experience the full the full uh, Super Bowl experience. Although if they win it, then it'll be fine. Well, yeah, no one will care. Um, <laughs> I mean, Devin, was, Devin was, White will be riding the horse. So he around said the stadium. he was going to do that. Yeah, he, he said, said he was going to do that. So if he I wins, he doesn't it. care. He's riding the horse. So. With the Lombardi Trophy, that would be awesome. You know? Yeah, that'd be really cool. Then, um, which means you can only hang on to one rein. This is probably a little dangerous. And so, uh, you, you've got you've got Brady, you know, talking a lot about that. But the one thing he said was, he goes, "Look, it's, it's only going to help my preparation. Like, you know, this game, you know, you strive to get there." And he goes, "It'd be really, really neat if we could win it." And you know, I'm, you know, got total focus on the game. He doesn't have any distractions with his his wife or kids. Knows he doesn't have to travel, and um, yeah, it's 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 great for him. But I, I wonder with the guys that have never been through this before, and a lot of the Kansas City Chiefs have been because they obviously they won it last year, right? But the guys that have not been through this before, I would imagine when you go to a normal Super Bowl, all the hype, all the the media night, the the it's everything big. that goes with it is big, and it, and it, you know you start to think about that, but. Mm-hmm. You're at home. You're not allowed to really go anywhere. You can't do anything nope. outside. Of, nope. I would think you're almost thinking of it more this year. And is it going to impact butterflies early in the game? And I mean, you know, and everybody reacts differently to it. But I, you know, I wonder is you know you have no distractions almost. Yeah. Or could it seem? And and I, even though you know it's the Super Bowl mm-hmm. in your mind, and yeah. you know there's 60 million people watching or whatever it's going to be. It'll be more than that, but yeah. Yeah. Well. Let's uh, let's. Could it be that because the 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 stadium is not full, it's twenty something thousand. Um, 
that it doesn't that that maybe it'll just feel like a mm-hmm. more like a regular season game and you can relax relax more. In other words, and it's at your home stadium, so you're familiar with it, right? You're in the same locker room. You're coming out of the same tunnel. You know every crack and crevice in that in that yard. You know every sight line. Now they put up some bunting and some Super Bowl stuff. The colors are different, um, but but primarily like the home field advantage is just that your home on your field. Mm-hmm. You can visualize, you know, how it sets up, what the sight lines are, the lights, all of that stuff. So it's got to be some advantage, right? Because you've been you've been staring at the stadium and you've been staring watching the transformation to becoming a Super Bowl. And now you know you're in it. Like you don't have to wonder when you look across the practice field whether Green Bay or mm-hmm. somebody else is going to be playing that game. You are. So it, there's got to be. I'm sure there's a lot of excitement. Um, you know, being at home and all that stuff. I, I, you know, I just think that if, if you know Kansas City's not coming in here till Saturday, they're treating it like a normal game. That's what they did going back in November where they flew in the day before. That's fine. But there's got to be some advantage to being here, you know, if you're the Bucks. I just, especially since they've been on the road for three weeks. That's the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like Kansas City was home throughout the playoffs, and these guys had to travel three weekends in a row. And so even though there wasn't a ton of crowd where they went, you know, Green Bay was loud as hell and it was cold. And so, you know, they got a chance to heal up for some of their injuries. We'll have a better update on some some guys, you know, like uh, Antoine Winfield and, um, you know, some of the other – some you know Brown, some of the other injured players. Well, you were talking about Brady just studying at home. Is Antonio still there with him? <laughs> no, apparently not. Oh, apparently, okay. The, okay. yeah. Apparently, he said I, I've been by myself. I'm, he says this is the longest I'll be. It'll be twelve days where I've got no distraction. So I'm assuming unless unless Antonio's coming over to keep company with him, I don't. Yeah. I'm assuming he must have found a place. Not they have plenty of room. Oh, I was going to say you could be in that house with Tom. Well, and never and see he may other, not sure. know it. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Like Antonio could be staying there, and nobody knows. But. Um, he didn't really mention that, so I don't know one way or the other. I assume he would have mentioned it, but you know. But anyway, the quarterback's locked in. You might want to check out Bayshore. You might want to see a dude driving by with a, a dog in his car, or a dog driving by with a dude in his car. I mean, however that works. So um, yeah, Tom Brady, home Super Bowl. Yeah, but how long Pretty is he cool. going to play? Is he going to outlast you as well, that was the, the Bucks, or you know? Yeah, he well apparently apparently we call this job security. Uh, <laughs> Brady was asked, you know, because he's only signed through next year, and he's 43 now, and so he'll be 44 during next season. And But he shows no signs of slowing down. In other words, his arm was strong. This will be his 20th straight game. And I don't think, other than the mop-up job, he hasn't, he's not missed a snap, not due to injury anyway. Um, they did, you know, put some other players in, put Blaine Gabbard in uh, one game. But primarily, he's he's basically played every snap. So they asked him, uh, or he was asked during the Zoom calls, "Hey, hey, can you, you know, because he, he has said he wants to play till he's forty-five. So he said, "Hey, can you see yourself playing, you know, beyond age forty-five? He was, oh, definitely. I definitely can see myself doing that. I'm like, "Whoa, you go, man! Like, you're gonna have to sign a contract, but hey, I like it. You're radical. You might win a couple Super Bowls here. Well, see, I, I figure, I figure, tell him he can't. Yeah, I figure this is, you know, he's his tenth Super Bowl and he's age forty-three. Right. So he's got to play next year to get to his 11th Super Bowl at age 44. So he can say he's been to a Super Bowl one out of every four years of his life, which no one's ever done. That's insane. And like I said, see, I so if he wins seven, that'll Hall be win eight careers. at age 44. He'll win nine 
at age 45. So that's one <laughs> every five back. years of his life that he's But if you win nine, don't you have to come back for 10? I mean, is, I mean, yeah, really? Well, you know, so at age 45, he'll win nine because he'll win this he's, one next year and the year after. Then he's going that's to one of every five years of his life that he's won a right. Super Bowl. And then you, you got to go for 10. I mean, I mean, you can't leave it at nine. You got 10 fingers, right? So you have to go for 10. Wouldn't that be like we said at the beginning of the year? Wouldn't it be wild if he made a Super Bowl and it's in the hometown? Yeah, and it was wild. Yeah. Now we can say, wouldn't it be wild if he won it again? <laughs> and and he had like one for the thumb after a while, and and that might be possible. But apparently, yeah, he has he has no. He says, look, as long as I mean, he goes, my health is the whole thing. If if I'm feeling good and you know I'm still playing well, I'd like to keep I'd like to keep going. I don't see why I wouldn't. And you know what? I don't either. Because he's just playing that good. So, as long as he's a, got the talent around him and his health is good, right? The health is the whole thing. Although I wonder, you know, maybe this is their relationship. I know no idea what what goes on in the Brady Bunchin household, but I do wonder, you know, is there gonna come a time <laughs> sooner than later? Obviously, that where where Giselle or anyone's wife would just say, "Can you stop now, please?" Do you have to go out there and keep doing this because it's taking maybe. all your time? But maybe their marriage know. is happier because they have distractions and they have. And they they definitely both the have their own careers and they both definitely travel and they they travel with the kids separately and they do a lot of things. But you still, you know, that's your man out there. Like if you if you were to take some bad hits again or something, who knows? But um, he'll evaluate that later. But he, sh- I, I'm convinced he'll play next year, win or lose. And then we'll see if the Bucks extend him because I think he's serious. As long as he can play at the level that he is now and his arm shows no decline and he can still get out of harm's way in a pocket, then I think he'll continue to do it. It's just it's just remarkable. Yeah, what did Mike Evans said he moves pretty good for a 43-year-old? Mm-hmm. He did. Mike Evans, by the way, who says he will get a tattoo of the Lombardi Trophy somewhere on his body if they win it. <laughs> I think you know if what? I won He's the Super the Bowl, one. I probably would too. He's not the only one in Tampa. Like right away, people started tweeting, "I'm in." Me too. You're at, <laughs> where at? Where are you headed? <laughs> There's a lot of people out there, man. Are just jacked up about this stuff. It's um, been 18 years, man. There's no guarantee. I know. There's no guarantee you'll be back in the next 18 years. Well, or 18 after that. I mean, there are yeah. there are franchises that haven't won one, right? We talked about the Lions yesterday. They haven't been to one mm-hmm. yet. I mean, the, the Browns yeah. have never been to a Super Bowl, right? I mean, not as the Browns. The, they became the Ravens, and they went. But well, know. yeah, but I mean, the, you know, the city of Cleveland has never been to right, a Super there. Bowl. You go, yeah. And, you incredible. know, I mean, in the fifty-five Super Bowls, Detroit and Cleveland have never been there. Yeah. So what in the hell are the Bucks doing here twice? That's the question. But the Zoom. So one of the Zoom calls. There's a couple things. A couple little news items here. One was Gronk revealed how he faked some of his workouts this off season. <laughs> Remember, they, they uh, this is and he was he was not like unabashedly you know embarrassed or anything. I mean, he just matter of factly put it out there. So what he would do, like they had these virtual workouts where you had to videotape yourself doing the program, right? Mm-hmm. And so what he would do is he would do one really good workout, and when he'd sweat through a shirt, he'd change his shirt. And then when that one got sweated through, he put on another shirt. And he would put on like five shirts during a course of a workout <laughs> and send them in. Just go, put, on, put on a loop, just the one shirt on yeah, a loop. Here, and- no, it was just here's my week, you know, because it looks like he's working out five different you. days because yep, yep. he kept changing shirts. <laughs> it's no dummy. Brilliant. I, 
That's it's well, yeah. I mean, that's a guy that made a three eight at at, uh, at Arizona. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's just that's yeah. just great. And he had no. It does explain the slow start to a yeah. season. Well, but, you're not embarrassed about it because you made the Super Bowl. So you're like, well, right. hey, it worked. Right. Hey, if you don't like what I did, we're here. So you know, we didn't, didn't cost you guys anything. <laughs> so that was really funny. That's so gronk. And then the other thing was uh, Tyree Kill um, spoke to him. You know, in the Zoom calls, and of course, the subject of one Scooter Miller came up about uh, who's faster. And you know, he said this before, and 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 you know, he basically said, "Hey, look," he answered that question the right way. Anybody asks you, you know, if you can do something, you got to be confident and say, "Yeah, I think I can. I think I could beat him." And he goes, "That's cool." He goes, "And he's a really good player, and whatever." And then at the end, he basically said, "But you know," he goes. Um, I don't know how we're going to settle. Maybe, maybe we settled at halftime, and I thought, what a great halftime show that would be. Hey, they got the extended you know? halftime at the Super Bowl. You got time. And I know. It's got to be better forget, than the Puppy Bowl. Forget it, right. But forget about the weekend, you know, and well, blinding they, uh, lights. This will be blinding you got, speed. You got time when they're setting up or after they, you know, after the performance, you got to tear down the stage yeah. or whatever. So, you know, you got time. It's just like the Let's PA announcer. Ladies and gentlemen, direct your attention to the 20-yard line where Tyree Kill and Scotty Miller will run a 40-yard dash. I mean, really, it takes, what, 4.2 seconds, 4.3? <laughs> right, it's not a long time. Maybe 4.4 right. 4 at the most. I mean, you know, let's go. One was four, one was 4.29 and one was 4.39 in, yeah. in, uh, in his pro day. So That'd I like it. cool. I like it. Let's go. I like, I said, let's sign him up now. Let's do it now. It'd be great. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, or we could do it virtually in Madden like they did the Pro Bowl. Or if you did it virtually, <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand that, by the way. It was more yeah. like a series of interviews. I never actually yeah. saw the Madden thing. It was more they about play the players the playing each other and talking. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, yeah. look, they're making the most of what they. It was a TV show. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're making the most of what they can because of COVID and everything else. So. Right. Although that would have been in Las Vegas, too, I think. Yes, it was supposed to be in Vegas this year. So what the Bucks Probably need permanently about, going forward, too, I would assume. Right. right. Permanently a bunch, bunch of pro bowlers that aren't in the playoffs, but that's hard to do because if you're in the playoffs, if you're not in the playoffs, you probably don't have a bunch of pro bowlers. Yeah, I still want to know, when's the last Super Bowl team to have one pro bowler? I don't know. But the Bucks are the last one now. Yeah, well, I mean, before this year. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's been some, a few, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Got a kicker or something. I don't know. It's not like baseball where you have to have one. So that's true. Is that part? Um, okay, what else we got? The Lightning sweeping uh, Nashville. This this game was not. I thought it would be real chippy because it was the other night. It really wasn't. And Lightning just took care of business, man. They they kind of sloughed around for the first ten minutes and put it on them, including a goal like with like point four in the first first period. When the Lightning gets it rolling, there it's a beautiful thing to watch, man. It's a clinic. Um, clinic. Even, even in the the third period when they. Uh, they gave up two early goals. They kind of took their foot off the gas and, right. and gave up two early goals to make it 4-2. But then they started putting on a clinic in the offensive zone. 
just mm-hmm. cycling and taking shots from the point. And I mean, Nashville, was, go Nashville was worn out. And the Lightning, meanwhile, are changing players and keep rotating around. I mean, it was they, – they had puck possession for about two minutes in the offensive zone. It was a clinic. Yeah. Um, and good shots, too. Um, none of them went right. in at that point. But, I mean, when they're rolling, they're really good. Uh, yeah. And we've known that for years. But, you know, and even – you know, without Cooch this year, they've shown that they're going to be a good team again. They're I mean, a good hockey team, yeah. They are. I mean, you know, Nashville's trying to change some things and do things a little differently. They're good. I don't know how good they are. Um, you know, it, the game was not nearly as chippy as we anticipated, but I, I think, you know, officiating all across hockey has been a lot tighter this year, it seems like. You've seen yeah. a lot of people talking about that, and I think, you know, I think Nashville learned that they took some bad penalties and cost themselves a chance to win that game on Saturday. Yeah, it did. Um, you know, I mean, particularly Olivier in the offensive zone sitting on Cal foot with an interference call when you're in the offensive zone buzzing, trying to get back in the game. And, you know, that's a dumb penalty to take. Um, yep. You know, it's it's one thing to be physical. It's one thing to, to, to forecheck in that and even, you know, get in a fight here or there. But you got to pick your spots right. You can't cost your, your team opportunities by taking dumb penalties or, you know, eliminating scoring chances because you're doing that stuff. You've got to pick your spots on that. It's a selfish act, as they say in coaching. It can be. Hey, this segment is sponsored by Marina Bay in St. Petersburg. Luxury waterfront homes where sports fans and enthusiasts live and play. Marina Bay is a 60-acre gated community on Boca Siega Bay. It's beautiful down there. used to live that area. All new construction available now. Contact them at marinabaystpete.com or call 727-906-3300. Hey, Rick, did you hear Stephen Stamkos' comments after the game? He was asked by uh, Kaylee Mizell Vargas from Fox Sports Sun uh, if right. he did anything special this offseason, workouts, exercise, diet, etc. And his answer was, TB12. There you go. And he stopped, and he said, TB12. And then he kind of laughed. And <laughs> I don't think it's funny. I think, listen, if I, if I ever, like, stop working for a minute mm-hmm. um, and can focus on things like nutrition and diet and exercise – I would be willing to try. Look, I will hate the food because everything I like is bad for you. So even if you put me like on a a, a diet that includes no meat, it would drive me nuts. But I will try. I would try. I'd be willing to try it and just see. I don't think I'm on. I hate avocado. I mean, there's certain things I couldn't do. But you know what? He drinks like twice his body weight in ounces of water, something like that. Um. One and a half times, whatever. Like I heard somebody say something like two hundred ounces. I think that's a lot. Um, but the water stuff. I mean, I. I mean, look, the guy. He's Benjamin Button. He looks younger now than he did ten years mm-hmm. ago. Yes, he does. You know, and money will do that for you. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, if you could invest in something, it would be anti-aging. I think. I think we all would agree to that. So, I don't know what he's doing, but it looks good on him and. You know, I'm not going to be the one to tell you that his arm isn't good or that, you know, he can't can't play another five years. I mean, what if he was your first 50 year old quarterback, man? Oh my goodness! If anybody can but do it, it's him. It would be him, and, and you know what? No matter what, like if he comes back next year, win or lose, the Bucks will probably be considered in the power rankings the top what three, four team, something like that. Well, it's just the- in the NFC alone, uh, you know, right? Drew, assuming I mean. Drew Brees retires. The Saints get knocked down a little Drew bit. Drew retires. Carolina's not very good. Atlanta's rebuilding. So that's D- the division is, is yours. Yeah. Is Aaron Rodgers still in Green Bay? 
Rodgers will be in Green Bay. You well, have, is he? Will he be? No, I think he. Yeah, I, I think he will do be. think he yeah, will be. I think he Although will. Stafford is now in L.A., that's a formidable yeah. team. All of yeah. a sudden, Russell Wilson, you still got in, in Mil- Seattle. Russell Wilson in Seattle. Kyler Murray's yeah. improving in Arizona. I think the West is tough. Yeah, and the West you, is really San Francisco hard. shouldn't have as many injuries. Garoppolo comes back. That, that, that NFC West well. may be a tough division next year. Right, but you could still see one from the West. You could still see one from yeah. the Central. I think the NFC know. East will still stink. Probably. I mean, Dak Probably. will be back. Presumably, so that'll help them. Yeah, I really believe we got to sign Dak to an extension. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, but it is it's it's sort of sort of theirs for the taking. I mean, the, especially the NFC South. Who's going to be? Is Jameis Winston going to be the quarterback? Is it Taysom Hill? Is Jameis going to go someplace else? We don't know. So no, unless they trade for Deshaun Watson, or trade for Deshaun Watson, which is now that price tag is about four number ones, I believe, after. Um, the latest uh, trade that they had from Pelly to Detroit. Meanwhile, baseball is going to start on time. Uh, Baseball had uh, given a proposal to the players for a 154-game schedule that would start about a month late uh, and end a week or two later than normal, and the postseason would go into November. Seven playoff teams, so not the full eight of last year, but seven per league, Mm -hmm. and Universal DH. The players rejected it. So and why would they, out of hand, just like not enough money in the deal? Why um, would they reject that? So there was no prorating of salary or anything. So it was more, uh, they said, it, the, the reason was it was too late in the off season to push it back now. Okay. And they don't want to give up, they don't want expanded playoffs for a DH straight up, universal DH. They want the universal DH. They want more than that to do the expanded playoffs. Interesting. So, uh, because owners will make a lot more money with expanded playoffs. Last year, the expanded playoffs were done to recoup television money that was lost because your season was short. Mm. Uh, because, you know, so the way it kind of worked in baseball is the Fox and the TBS deals, they pay you a ton of money all year. But most of that is playoff money. Mm-hmm. ESPN pays you a lot of money for Sunday night baseball and all that stuff. Well, when you only play a 60-game schedule compared to 162, you have a lot less Sunday night baseball than that. So baseball yeah. owed ESPN a lot of money. Mm. So they created expanded playoffs that ESPN carried most of those expanded playoff games as right. a make good so that baseball didn't have to return the money ESPN paid them. They gave good them idea. more product. Good that's, idea. That's, you know, that, that's some of what hockey did with the 12 teams going to the bubble, too. Now, part of it was because they didn't complete the season, so who goes and doesn't. But you wanted more games up there to recoup some television money or not give back as much television money as you have to because you owed them games based on your contracts. Hmm. So that's what a lot of this is. But this season, if the, if the owners get increased playoffs, it's money in their pockets. Right. So the players want more than just a universal DH as a bargaining chip for expanding the playoffs. Makes perfect sense to me. Look, I I just want baseball to start and finish. I don't. They're not in a bubble this year, so you no. know it's, it's going to be gonna well be tricky. We're seeing hockey teams. Especially Vegas Vegas is now canceling games. The the Devils are postponing. I should say the New Jersey Devils are postponing. Uh, the NBA's had some teams having to postpone games. I mean. You know they're not in bubbles. Um, they're you know the Lightning, of course, have already had to play two teams that have had to postpone games with them: the Stars and the the Hurricanes. So that's right. You know, baseball is going to be dealing with the same things. Now, it helps that you know almost all the baseball teams, the Rays excluded, are play outdoors, which mm-hmm. will help. But you know, 
if you push the season back, the owner's thought is you push the season back a week or a month, and then you get possibly more fans in the stands and the COVID rates are down, et cetera. Now, the other part of the, the, the plan for 154-game schedules, there, was be, there would be a, several double headers for teams too, and the players don't like that. No. Nobody likes that, except the fans, maybe. In the order players, to condense the schedule, you would have to have a lot more double headers than you normally have. Yeah, so. that stinks. I I would definitely run from that as well. Hey, this uh, episode sponsored by Morata, where life is like a staycation every day. Contact Morata at moratastaycay.com. Make sure you join us tomorrow on the big show, maybe a couple days. It'll be my former radio partner, Tom Jones of the Pointer Institute. will come aboard and we'll talk all things Super Bowl and so much more. Nostra Thomas. Call, Nostra Thomas, I call Tom. What have you been doing? He goes, I just got off the phone with Katie Couric. <laughs> oh, he's really Which, tight with her, man. Yeah, apparently. I mean, anybody that gets you a, a, a wine and some hand wipes, I think yeah. that, that's a good Saturday night. Right Does she needs so, some more sanitizer or something? I, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what she's doing calling him, but he writes uh, the newsletter, and it's big, important stuff, as you know. So, Tom Jones will be on I, the show I get tomorrow. it every morning and peruse it every morning. It's good. It's good stuff. So that's the podcast for today. Uh, again, Super Bowl is just underway. Um, we've got, you know, but six more days of this, I think. And um, before you know it, man, they'll be. No, it's five days now. I mean, five days now. That's right. Wow. Five days. I got a lot of work I mean, to do. It's in five Tuesday days. and this Sunday. Yeah. I mean, it's possible a week from now there's a parade going on in town. Good. I hope they got a nice big lounge chair that I can sleep on while it drives by <laughs> me. I'll be the I'll be the guy in the recliner in my car. Uh, I'm not sleeping this week, so feel free to call me or text me anytime, day or night. <laughs> it's just the way it's going to go. But uh, also check out TampaBay.com. We are uh, putting our heart and souls into covering the Super Bowl. I assure you, with all the Johnny Hole staff that we have. So go to TampaBay.com. Uh, Mark Tompkin is writing football stories for us, NFL stories. Matt Baker, all the people you're familiar with on this podcast, along with. Joy Knight and myself and John Romano. So no shortage of coverage this week. And if you like Tom Brady, you'll see his name a few times as well. Who? Anyway, yeah. For Steve Verstink, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.